0: I think the
1: CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl
0: Radio is going live every night of the week. <laughs> How do you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. <laughs> I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena yeah. Luther, boardroom or ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat. nasty luther like a different luther it's not just lena being mean
1: no <laughs> helen slater here it's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called supergirl radio
0: yes!
1: welcome to supergirl radio your source for all things related to the cw supergirl tv series and the character of cara zorrell my name is rebecca johnson i'm morgan glennon And for this episode of the podcast, we are live and wired to start the final hiatus. We think uh, we're going (laughs) to catch up on some news, uh, analyze the latest promo, teasing the return of the show, and read some listener feedback. So we hope this is the last time we're going to have to go on a hiatus uh, until August 24th. But who knows? Maybe they'll take another hide-, hide-, hide is in in there somewhere, but we hope this is it. This is the last one we have to suffer through and then it'll come back. <laughs> uh so but uh before we uh get into the promo for the next episode, we need to get to the news. Oh boy, we have a lot of news to cover. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so, God, look at this doc. <laughs> uh, sorry about that uh, in advance. Uh, it is 14 <laughs> pages uh, for an episode where we were just gonna kind of uh, chat. So, all right, so we have the first news uh, that I think was posted today. David Harewood posted to Instagram writing, quote, can't believe I got through four snowboarding se- uh, seasons without so much as a broken fingernail. And uh, I guess he tore his Ach- Achilles heel playing tennis, he says, drawing on my Martian powers of recovery to get me through. Uh, so it's, uh, it's really unfortunate that David Harewood has uh, injured himself, I guess, uh, playing tennis. Uh, but he'll, he'll, still, he'll still be uh, shooting su- Supergirl, I believe. But uh, it's m- more so uh, in a limited space uh, in- and because of his injury. So uh, we're sorry to hear that. Rob,
0: poor uh, David Harewood. He's got like the boot and everything. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Beaker. Beaker, why? Beaker, no. He waits. He waits until the stream starts. And then he's like, my time. It's my my, my audience. Beaker, oh, why I... can't you just let me shine? <laughs> Beaker knew that was his cue to go. Uh, um,
1: I, I do have a funny story about injuring uh, myself during tennis. Uh, I David Harewood should not feel bad for uh, <laughs> injuring himself during tennis because when I was in the third grade, I injured myself on my first tennis, my very first tennis lesson. I sprained my ankle, and that was, that oh, was no. a real great start to my tennis career. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly, I was... Uh, an okay tennis player wasn't great, but you know I didn't have a great start, so, so, <laughs> so I really didn't expect much out of myself. Uh, but uh, so injuries during tennis can happen because it is a tricky, uh, tricky foot uh, footworking in tennis. Um, yeah. so we hope he feels uh better soon and uh hopes he uh we I, I mean i i assume that uh he can draw on those martian powers so we hope that that he does uh he's gonna better. like look
0: at his his foot and like put the the fingers on the side of his forehead and just go like heal <laughs> so and I, gonna i'm gonna take care of it
1: <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm sure that the show is working their way around it and uh, he might Martian Manhunter. Jean might be sitting a lot in the, the <laughs> second half of the season. We don't know. Maybe uh, they'll make the boot like a magical boot.
0: Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I mean, they could. It could be like Martian technology. It so could be. <laughs> He's like this boot can get me anything I w- Why what wish for? Like, or maybe the boot has is like a like a rocket. Like the rocket <laughs> like, power just comes ooh. out of his feet and he just like blasts off. I mean, they don't have the budget for that, but it'd be cool. No, I
1: mean, you can make it work. <laughs> you can make it work. Uh, so that is uh, some some sort of breaking news coming from David So <laughs> Oh, we...
0: do-do-do.
1: <laughs> uh, that was a pun unintended. I'm very sorry. Uh, but uh, so we do hope that he uh, feels
0: better soon. I feel like he shouldn't feel bad because one time uh, I bashed my foot into like a chair. Mm. And I woke up the next morning and like my baby toe was like purple. And I thought, that seems bad. So then I went to the doctor and I was like, I think I broke my baby toe. And they were like, yep, you definitely did. And I was like, cool. Like, are you just gonna, should I just wait here while you plaster it and like splint it or whatever? And they're like, it's a baby toe. So we're not going to do anything for it. And I was like, not just like a little cast. You can't just like put a little cast on it. And they're like, no. And I was like, just like tiny split, like a little toothpick splints. And they, they weren't into it. They weren't feeling it. They were like, no, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah. When
1: you, um, when, when you break a toe, some, the very, the very most
0: they do usually is like tape them together. Yeah. That's what they're like. We can tape them together. I was like, you know what? Don't bother. <laughs> I was just so mad. I was like, I was like, I want my baby cast. <laughs> Everybody's signing your baby. Exactly. It's so small, the signatures. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I was Robbed. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, that's uh, although I will say when I when I was a kid, I injured myself a lot when I was a kid. So when I was six years old, I broke my leg and had a cast up to like my waist. Like I had a very big cast. And it was not fun. And I screamed. Like somebody was murdering me when they sawed it off. Cause they used to, I don't know if they still oh. do, but they used to like saw the cat, the cast off. That's and very I, dramatic. <laughs> it was. When I was six years old, I was like, are they going to cut my leg off? What are <laughs> they doing? Uh, so um, that's the, that's the inverse of the cast situation. I, I would <laughs> not is. recommend
0: a cast. That not, seems intense. <laughs> it was traumatizing. Um, so according to deadline.com the cw network is becoming a full seven day a week broadcast network so like let's just like congratulations hey, go? good, CW, for you. W, good for you uh <laughs> i just I find it helpful to like be affirming to the CW so that <laughs> maybe they'll do anything that I want them to do. No, <laughs> oh, the CW you go girl. Um, the network <laughs> the network co-owned by Warner Media and Viacom CBS is expanding its primetime schedule to include Saturday next season. So no Saturday this season but Saturday next season. So this will mark the first time that the CW has programmed seven nights a week over its entire 27-year history. It's been on for, the CW has existed for 27 years?
1: That can't be right. No, that
0: can't be right. No, that this is wrong. I mean, I remember when it started, Rebecca, this has to be wrong. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, no, no, that, that okay. honestly can't
1: be right. Can it? So I remember Smallville being on the CW around 2006, 2007. So that's yeah. got to at least be 15, 16 years. But 27 is
0: too many, right? Like I mean, maybe I,
1: they're maybe they're counting like the UPN. Yeah, or but that doesn't know, they... seem like
0: it should count, should it? I don't, like, I don't I don't think so. I feel like I'm being very nitpicky here, but I feel like <laughs> this is wrong. Is the this, thing. this is not the accurate CW you sent, years. sent a cold chill down my spine when I read 27 <laughs> years. Like, wait, excuse me. What see? year is it? <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> not old enough for it to have been 27 years. <laughs> Deadline.com.
1: <laughs> oh, I think are Cheating. I should have
0: read, read the rest of the set. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reread it for everybody, and then I'm just going to feel bad about myself. Okay, <laughs> this will mark the first time that the CW has programmed seven nights a week over its entire 27-year history, comma going back to its predecessors. <laughs> comma, the WB and UPN, so <laughs> a little, a little egg on my face. I'm <laughs> sorry. I retract what I just said to you, deadline.com. I didn't mean it. I should have finished the sentence. Um, starting with the 2021, 2022 season, CW will air 14 hours of primetime programming a week. That's uh 8 PM to 10 PM Monday through Sunday.
1: So, uh, our, well, I guess we know that uh, Supergirl, I think, is coming back on Tuesdays. So, we don't have to worry about, like, a Saturday night time slot. I don't think it <laughs> is po- you
0: Could you po- imagine po- if they were, like, fresh new time slot, Supergirl, Saturdays at 12.25 a.m.?
1: And you're like, Wait, <laughs> What? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them, but me uh, neither. <laughs> but good for them. The CW is growing and changing, and uh, hopefully improving. So that is good to
0: see. I mean, what shows are they putting on Saturday nights though? Like, I don't. Is Saturday night still the dead zone it used to be? Because, like, first off, none of us leave the house anymore, and some of us <laughs> have gotten used to it and maybe like it. <laughs> I'm not saying all of us. I'm not saying some of us are canceling plans with loved ones to sit on their couch watching Netflix uh, because it feels good and comfortable. But uh, but back in the day, Saturday used to be like the spot, the time slot that you sent oh a gosh. show to die. The, well, back, back in that day. But previous to that, it
1: used to be like the day. I mean, the biggest shows on oh. television used to air on Saturday. Really? I think the Golden Girls were oh. on Saturday. I want to say, like, The Love Boat or something was on Saturday night. The Love Boat? (laughs) Saturday used to be, like, the night. And then all of a sudden, it, like, became nothing. And every TV show stopped. Like, the big one stopped on Thursday. And then I guess Mm -hmm. everybody went to the movies
0: on the weekend. Yeah, I remember Friday through Saturday. Friday and Saturday used to be. Where like you would send a show off to pasture, like if it was right. a show that was like getting low ratings, and then they move that show to Friday, you'd be like, "Uh oh, this is the last season." And yeah. then you just the showed to Saturday, you're like, "Let me just like let them just air all the episodes of this season <laughs> <laughs> and just get it over with, yeah. with that aid off." Uh, oh, that's yeah. Funny.
1: So Donna says, uh, "Mary Tyler Moore, Bob Newhart, All in the Family, Carol Burnett, were all on Saturday." Yeah
0: whoa yeah so those are some classics
1: saturday used to be i mean i guess back in the day i guess people didn't go to the movies on the weekend or do do other activity. i don't know maybe maybe everybody was like hey
0: let's maybe that go was the activity go to the, the they television they're they <laughs> yeah. like y'all want to come over here and watch mary tyler moore <laughs> i would have been like yes i would have yes, been please. like yes as well yeah, of course <laughs> that's what i want to do Uh, I have
1: penciled you in. Uh, So, yeah, so that is interesting. We'll see if that, uh, I don't know that uh, that will affect Supergirl at all, but it's uh, just good to know. uh, Interesting stuff. It is on the same network. And speaking of the network, according to EW.com, the CW is staging multiple Arrowverse team ups this fall. So got a lot of. A lot of changes going on. So uh, this uh, this week, network chairman and CEO Mark Pedowitz announced that season eight of The Flash will begin with five special event episodes featuring heroes from across the Arrowverse or the CW-verse, as he insisted on calling it. <laughs> Alright, um, uh, sure. <laughs> you, you, can, you can call it the CW-verse all you want, but nobody's going to really call it that. It's like how uh, Warner Brothers tried to stop everybody from calling it the DCEU. Everybody's like, I don't care. No, we're gonna keep calling it that. <laughs> like, They've already about? been
0: calling it the Arrowverse. It's too late. You can't put that genie back in the. They're like, it's the CW verse. Remember the CW. Remember how we've been around for twenty seven years.
1: <laughs> you can't rebrand now. This is too what late. It is. <laughs> too late. You're stuck. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, this is a quote from Mark Pedowitz. Uh, the idea for the Flash is that uh, showrunner Eric wallace and executive producer greg berlanti have come together and we're talking about other superheroes from the cw verse mm, that will come together in each individual episodes pedowitz told reporters during a press conference it will not be it will not quite be a crossover but it will have a crossover type feel with the introduction of all these characters unquote pedowitz didn't say which actors would visit the flash in november I'll let you have those conversations with Eric Wallace. Pedowitz told EW on the call, "Just throw him right under the bus." <laughs> <laughs> we do not. We do know that there are a couple of feelers out to a couple of actors, but we have no definitives yet. "Unquote." Uh, I I'm not counting on Supergirl being part of this uh, because it seems a little strange. I don't know. Would she still be on the air while this is going on?
0: Wait, when's it starting? It, I think it just said the fall. Oh in November. So I think November. I think she'll be done sometime around November. But, so would, so would they bring her back for our crossover oh, after? That would be amazing after the finale of the show. That would be awesome. I think that that's what they should do. They should be like, are you missing Supergirl? Because it went off the air one day ago. Well, here (laughs) she is. She's back. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That would be a little weird to
1: me. Like, just end it and end it. I don't know. But uh, but I do think it's uh, unfortunate that we haven't gotten a final crossover with The Flash and Supergirl. So that that would be nice if we did get something like that. So I don't know. That's uh, not news that specifically mentions Supergirl, but I thought we would uh, let ourselves know about it just in case. It's good uh, to know. <laughs> in in case that is something that we do need to know about.
0: If it wasn't Supergirl, what other Supergirl character would you want oh, to go so over? So if it wasn't Kara who showed if up. If it wasn't Kara, yeah. If it couldn't be Kara because she's busy. <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, I'm sure Jesse and Nicole would be game for a crossover. So I imagine Dreamer and, and Berniak five would probably be into it. Um, I don't know. It would be, it'd be kind of fun to see Alex doing something, uh, awesome. Maybe, maybe they could introduce Sentinel to the flash,
0: Ooh. <laughs> the, the, the flash team.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe Sentinel and Guardian could go over to help. So, uh, there are any kind of, uh, uh, Accommodations of actors who could maybe go over there. Maybe the the Martians, maybe Magan and John go over there. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see who they ask and who they get. But I have a feeling that Nicole and, and Jesse would be uh, the... Most likely to pick up the phone and run over there. <laughs> I think so
0: too. They were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think they would have a lot of fun Jesse with Jesse puts that. on his legion ring and off he goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they seem to really love that stuff. So not that the other actors don't, but they they seem to really nerd out about this stuff. So I imagine
0: they would love doing it. So um, according to TVLine.com, Cara may not, Um, uh, uh, sorry Uh, Kara may not have visited the Kent farm in Superman and Lois's first season but the girl still still remains very much in the couple's orbit even if it doesn't seem like she's still in the picture (laughs) a a beautiful neg there at the end Uh, (laughs) it's like I know you've been watching the show and you think that doesn't seem right (laughs) um Speaking of pictures, the show's second episode was originally supposed to include a photographic nod to Clark's high-flying cousin. But as showrunner Todd Helbing uh, laments, uh, laments, that moment ended up on the cutting room floor. It got cut out for time, but when Lois quits the Daily Planet and she's walking down the hall towards the elevator and she grabs some things from her desk, one of the things she's holding is a picture with her, Kara, and Clark, Helbing says, insisting there was no intentional reason for cutting it out. (laughs) I love the shade in this article. It's like between the (laughs) lines but it's there. Uh, It's juicy. There's been this weird set of circumstances where because of production or timing or COVID, everything in the show that was related to the Arrowverse has gotten pulled out. It's just another one of those things. Really everything, sir? Everything because of that weird set of coincidences? It seems like that would take two seconds to show. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I have some questions. I have some follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I remember that scene where she quits her job and then kind of storms out. Uh, you could, yeah, I think you could have put it in there. How, how, how at the most, would that it would have been, been five
0: seconds. Yeah. At the just, most. Just like a quick little Easter egg. Like, if you don't watch Supergirl, you don't care. And if you do you're like hey she exists in this universe.
1: Yeah, I you could have had one little insert shot where she, you know,
0: has her hand grab a a frame and that's it. Wouldn't it be great if it was like a picture of her with um with Supergirl and and Superman, but like just in their regular like superhero costumes and like <laughs> so like everybody in the office actually knew that she knew like who who Superman and Supergirl are and they're just like oh my god she's so cool. Or or maybe
1: maybe nobody knew, but they were like, wow, she she's friends with Superman and Supergirl. That's pretty that's pretty cool. And it's just uh, kind of rubbing it in everyone's faces like, hey, we have she, a
0: secret and you don't know. It's like a really big picture and it's like faced away from her, like out towards where people walk by <laughs> <laughs> just so people can see it. Yeah, they're like uh, they have to like lean o- around the picture to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i
1: mean i i think that would have been a, a good character beat for lois that she had a personal thing on her desk like to remind her of her family yeah i don't even even if it wasn't clark and uh uh Kara, what about clark and the boys did she have any personal <laughs> pictures on, the, on her desk anyway i i know i don't i personally think it's kind of a, an excuse for cutting it because I don't think it wouldn't have taken that much to show something like that but that is their choice <laughs> so uh just know that they uh, were going to reference I guess Supergirl in there but uh, they didn't so she still no longer exists I guess
0: <laughs> they thought about it but then they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they' were like eh, forget it
1: <laughs> we don't need it <laughs>
0: eh, we're good
1: yeah. So, uh, so I guess uh, canonically, we still don't know where Kara stands in the Superman <laughs> and Lois
0: <laughs> universe.
1: She's somewhere in there. We think, I mean, you would assume, but we're just assuming <laughs> we don't know. Uh, well, uh, stepping outside of the CW verse, nobody calls it that outside of the Arrowverse, <laughs> Uh, According to Deadline.com, a new animated TV series titled My Adventures with Superman with Jack uh, Quaid lending his voice to the titular hero, which, oh, man, I don't like that word, has landed (laughs) a two-season order at HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Produced by Warner Brothers Animation and based on characters from DC, My Adventures with Superman follows The Adventures of Superman and Lois Lane. The animated series features 20-somethings Clark Kent, the bright and driven Lois Lane, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist actress Linda Lee will be playing her and their best friend Jimmy Olsen, as they begin to discover <laughs> I'm who so, they are. I'm
0: sorry, Rebecca, you just called um Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist actress Alice Lee Linda Lee. D- I did not. You did? Did, did I? You did. You did. When you uh, go and edit this, you'll get to go back to the tape. <laughs> uh, well, and you said guess- it with such with such like emphasis oh, like confidence. you knew yeah like linda lee and i was like wait a minute that's I not
1: guess, right i guess
0: i have i guess i can just talk about linda podcast. lee so
1: much <laughs> wouldn't that be something if lois lane was played by linda lee that would uh, it be, really that would be, be <laughs> it'd be a little weird uh <laughs> no she's actually played by actress <laughs> Alice Lee and their best friend Jimmy Olsen as they begin to discover who they are and everything they can accomplish together as an ex- uh, as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. My Adventures with Superman follows Clark as he builds a secret super, Superman identity and embraces his role as the hero of Metropolis and perhaps the world. Lois, now growing into a star investigative journalist, takes aspiring photographer Jimmy Olsen under her wing. All the while, Clark and Lois are falling in love, sharing adventures, taking down the bad guys stumbling over secrets and discovering what it means to be Superman and Lois Lane. It's been in great partnership working with Cartoon Network and HBO Max to bring more DC superheroes to the platform in new and creative, uh, creatively interesting ways, <laughs> said <laughs> Sam Register, president of Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios. This is the first animated Superman series in many years. And we want to tell our Superman story through the trio of Clark, Lois and Jimmy, Whose relationship dynamic will allow for rich, serialized, and engaging stories as we explore their lives as individuals and their journey together as friends. Unquote. So, uh, are you interested in this uh, this new animated series? Yes, I think so.
0: I, I, uh... oh, interesting. That the artwork style looks a lot like Shira. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the same artist.
1: Is that a uh, Warner Brothers animation? I, that's a good question. Oh, I know Shiro
0: was no. on Netflix and I've only seen like little bits and pieces of like art flying around. I've actually not watched the show, but the art style looks really similar. Huh. Um I I think I would I think I would watch it. I think it looks interesting. Uh there's Jimmy Olsen in the background with his camera. No one's run it over yet. No, so I think no. that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> he might be just a photojournalist in this one and maybe not a
1: superhero once his his dad's camera is demolished Uh,
0: (laughs) lois is grabbing clark's face and like has her hand and uh she's she's giving me very like picture it sicily 1920 (laughs) energy and i like it
1: (laughs) she is it does feel like she's telling him a story there because he's writing it down he's taking notes uh so that that does seem to be a very specific take on the show and it looks like they have adapted uh sort of the the jimmy olsen um uh the the Jimmy Olsen from Supergirl um to the uh to the My Adventures with Superman which is cool so it's it seems like Macad Brooks's influence has uh expanded to this series so that should be interesting uh some people in the chat are saying uh let's hope Supergirl is part of the series yeah i i definitely Ooh. hope so um because the last Superman series Superman the animated series uh, had a little bit of a uh, Supergirl in there, so I wouldn't be surprised if she shows
0: up. So that'll be some something to keep your eye out on, in uh, hopes that she will appear. I mean, it's already landed a two season order. Is that normal for to like straight out of the gate be like, no, give me two? Well,
1: usually for uh, animated animated maybe shows, that's usually like a twenty six episode uh, yeah. situation. Because um, when I worked at Turner back in the day and worked on a lot of Cartoon Network Inside. shows. <laughs> uh, usually usually a season would be about 13 episodes. So uh-huh.
0: so I imagine
1: that the two season is about 26
0: episodes. Interesting. Well, I, I think I will definitely check it out. Like when it, when it pops up on uh my favorite streaming platform, HBO max <laughs> it has so many, so many things to offer on HBO max. <laughs> HBO max. I'll never stop watching. <laughs> Call us HBO max. We'll do this even better for money. <laughs> but uh, I mean, especially like if they're going to make it easy um, to like, I think some, for me, some of the problem with the animated stuff was until recently, like it was hard to track some of that stuff down. And so now that it's all like on the different streaming platforms, I think it'll be a lot easier to like watch and catch up with and stuff like that. And like the, I'm interested to see what it is, like what it's like. Cause I've actually never watched the, um, Superman animated series. We are going to have to correct (laughs) this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So maybe this will be something we uh, look
0: into in case there is a Supergirl appearance. That'd be fun. That would give us something to talk about in the future. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. So according to variety.com, Dwayne Johnson has been cast in the Warner brothers movie. DC League of Super Pets and will voice the role of Crypto the Super Dog. Uh, what a what a great role. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> just, finally, he's made it. He's made it, Hollywood. <laughs> he's been clawing up to this, the pinnacle of all acting roles. Crypto, the super dog. Um, he's the, he's <laughs> really going to have to find himself in this role. I think. I think he's going to be a great crypto. I I really feel yeah. it. I really feel it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the animated DC film centers on Superman's dog, who teams up with a flying cat. Cat. Ooh, is that streaky? To, Ooh, to stop crime. Cat. I mean, it has to be. It's gotta be, right? Why didn't they name drop streaky? <laughs> Justice for Streaky. <laughs> um, to stop crime while the Man of Steel is on vacation. It's slated to release in theaters on May 20th, 2022. Uh Jared Stern is writing and directing the film with Sam uh, Levin to co-direct in the first ever feature to star Superman's best furry friend. Uh, Johnson's co-stars have not been cast yet, but the studio hopes to set an A-list cast to voice the other two- and four-legged heroes and villains in DC's uh, League of Super Pets.
1: In addition... Sorry,
0: (laughs) sorry. keep going. In addition to voicing the main character, Johnson is producing the movie through his company Seven Bucks Production. On the live-action side of the Warner Brothers DC comic universe, Johnson is playing the supervillain Black Adam in the character's big-screen debut, Black Adam, which also stars uh, Noah Cent. I never know how to spell uh, pronounce his last name Centennial. Um, that seems like a good attempt. Uh, Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan which is opening theatrically on July 29th 2022
1: yeah so Dwayne Johnson was already playing a DC superhero (laughs) well a superhero slash maybe Mm. anti-hero sort of a villain with Black Adam but now he's he's getting to play a bona fide uh hero in crypto and and now now that they've mentioned a flying cat which maybe they kept it vague it could it could it could maybe it's not streaky maybe it's wizzy the the cat ooh. in the future uh streaky's streaky's descendant <gasps> it could maybe maybe it could be. <laughs> crypto crypto I mean, to the future i would be very upset though if it wasn't streaky uh but uh now now i'm kind of wondering who who would voice streaky i don't know i don't There's know well
0: i think uh the chat has some some great suggestions ooh That's an interesting one. Jason Statham as Comet. Which is great. I think that like, what if they lean into this? And what if it's like, they just kind of go into like the action hero into what I like to refer to as the Dieselverse, which is the (laughs) Vin Diesel's cinematic universe. And like they get like, like streaky, the super cat is like Michelle Rodriguez. And there it's just all uh cast members from the Fast and the Furious movies. Now, I would be okay with Michelle Rodriguez, but you also have to know that
1: Strinky has been a male cat and a female cat. Oh, So, so I we was, can get some
0: more like action movie heroes I, in there. I was sort of thinking like Bruce Willis. I don't oh. know. I'm just I'm just throwing names out. <laughs> Bruce Willis is a great one. I love that. What about Liam Neeson? What if Oh, oh my gosh. If it's Liam Neeson are oh like only doing the whole voice is the, the voice from Taken from the telephone call. <laughs> <laughs> Streaky so would be so intimidating. Streaky like, just really intent.
1: <laughs> I would love... Oh, Andy's got a good one. Tina
0: Fey as Streaky the Super Cat. That would be fun. That's perfect.
1: I'm into it. She was uh, good in
0: that last uh, Pixar movie that I'm blanking on the name of.
1: Uh, Mark also says Cat Dennings. I think also (laughs) could maybe do it uh so there's there's lots of options so but i like your idea that it's like the action movies in super pets style so i'm 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 all for that i think that's a solid idea let's hope that (laughs) they do let's just keep going with it let's just keep going let's get all the action stars in there there's there's a lot of super pets there's a lot of room for expansion there uh, so that's very exciting. So the uh, Super Pets will be getting a big screen adaptation starring Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock. All right. Well, uh, Superman Celebration has announced guests for their event this summer, which is happening July 30th through August 1st, and one of them is actress Nicole Tom, who voiced Supergirl slash Kara Kent on Superman the animated series. And I could not be more excited uh, because I'm a big fan of Superman the animated series and her supergirl but also Kay Callen is going to be there and she played Martha Kent on Lewis and Clark the new adventures of Superman and I love her Martha Kent so very excited i think i will be going this summer so maybe i'll try to try to get a an interview or, or something or or something i guess
0: <laughs> i guess i'll just
1: leave it there i don't know exactly how to do press stuff at superman celebration but i may look into it cuz i feel like that it's probably a
0: it's probably not super hard is my guess. I don't know that they've got like a, a like a, a hardcore credentialing process. So I feel like you could do it.
1: I just, I got to investigate.
0: Who who do I contact? Who do you, I who do you contact?
1: <laughs> who, who do I email about this? Um, but I think that would be cool. So if you want to meet a Supergirl, this is a good one. Uh, she was also on The Nanny. If you're familiar with the Fran Drescher classic sitcom, The Nanny. <laughs> uh, I still know all the words of the theme song by heart. I'm not going to sing it on the live stream, but I could <laughs> if I wanted to. Uh, so a classic sitcom. Uh, her sister also, uh, I believe her sister was on The Young and the Restless. Um, mm. What is, oh, why am I blinking on her name? She used to play Victoria Newman. Uh, if, uh, if that's true, if I have that factoid right. May ask her about some younger Russells, um, and she was also in the Beethoven film. So, if you are a big fan of those films, uh, the dog, was, oh. the dog movies, the, yes, the dog. No. I was a huge fan Be- of those. The, the Beethoven biography films,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the biopics. Of I was Beethoven like the biopic, the, musician. <laughs> the biopic Beethoven with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if there was like a Beethoven bio biopic film? But it was that dog from Beethoven, the movie, but he's just got a curly wig on. Yes. <laughs> why has this not been made? Has this been made? It's like a 30 rock sketch. Like, why can't we have it?
1: <laughs> Somebody make that movie. I don't know why that hasn't been made yet. So, um, so a Superman celebration is uh such a, a great little event. It's kind of like um It's in the town of Metropolis, but it's sort of like Smallville because it's a small town atmosphere. It's kind of like a like a little state fair. It's really cute. And the people are really great and nice. And if you have the opportunity to go, I recommend that you do. And uh, I will probably see you there if I go. I'm very excited to go back to the museum. Now that I have some museum experience, I want to go back in there and find all the really old stuff. Nice. (laughs) So, So I have some goals going back to Metropolis.
0: Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with that that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so in Supergirl on film news uh, actress Sasha Kajay tweeted out a picture on May 22nd that shows her with short hair uh, so some fans are comparing her to a version of Supergirl known as Cyr-L. Uh, a supergirl named L appears in 2003 Superman the 10 cent adventure number one, claiming to be the future daughter of Superman and Lois Lane. Although she has super strength, speed, and hearing like Superman, she can only leap great distances. She also possesses the ability to fire blasts of red solar energy. Her alter ego is a street person named Mia. She is later found to be a human girl who was altered by Brainiac on a genetic level to appear Kryptonian. She dies, thwarting a plot uh, involving Brainiac 13 Superman uh, volume two, which um, and Superman. Uh, so volume two, uh, number 200 implies that when the timeline realigned itself, CRL was erased from existence.
1: So what do you think about this, Morgan? Do you think there is maybe any, uh, any uh, credibility to this fan theory?
0: Huh? I mean, it does feel a little bit like a deep cut to me. Um, there might be some credibility. I would rather see her as our kind of Supergirl than right. the character, because it sounds like this character is kind of tragic and isn't really Supergirl, and then kind of has a tragic end, which like might maybe they don't do in the movie. But even if she is just like a genetically altered human, it's she's not really Supergirl in that case.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is a situation where if she does, I mean, she's appearing in the Flash, but maybe there's a a possibility that after the Flash movie, there could be a Supergirl movie. So I think I would rather have a a Kara movie or a uh, depending on your uh, version of the 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 character, if if she's going by the name of Linda or Kara or what have you. Uh, I would kind of prefer that. But also, the Flash movie, I think, is dealing in multiverses. So, it is possible, I suppose, that she could be um, playing an alternate version of Supergirl. Although, I mean, maybe she's just
0: playing a Kara who has short hair. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibilities, either. Or, when when does, do you know when, like, they start filming? Like, maybe... It's also possible she might have a wig on for she the, might have a wig, the role. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what her real, real hair looks like. She's like, I want this cute, like this cute pixie cut. And they were like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> and maybe the short hair works better for wigs. I would think so, honestly, because there's like less hair to hide.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think the theory is interesting um, because that is a uh, little known version of a Supergirl. But uh, we'll have to see, I guess, when the Flash movie comes out, uh, what exactly uh, she is going to be doing. I guess the suit that she wears will be uh, the the telltale Ooh, sign of who yeah. she's playing. Because if she uh, looks a little different, if her suit looks a little different... Uh, we will recognize it and know. So that will be interesting to find out. So as she seems, uh, Sasha Kajay seemed to enjoy that uh, fans were doing fan art of that version of her. So uh, who knows? I don't know if she's uh, <laughs> egging it on per se, but uh, she seems to be enjoying that. So uh, we'll, we will have to see what's going on with Sasha Kajay's uh, version of Supergirl. All right. Well, in terms of our discussion, our main discussion here for this episode, for this week's Supergirl Radio, um, we don't know much about the return of Supergirl (laughs) on August 24th, but the CW did release a promo for the eighth episode of season six titled Welcome Back Kara, which I have to, as a fan of classic TV, assume that this is a sort of Play on, welcome back, Cotter. Which oh, I also know. Which I also know all of the words to that theme song, and I'm not going to sing back. it. <laughs> but uh, that's what it seems like to me. Uh, so the uh, so the episode is called Welcome Back, Cara, and it will be the eighth episode of the season. And I, I thought it might be fun, Morgan, if we went through some of the shots in the promo and just kind of talk about them, and if, it, if people in the chat have some thoughts. Uh, since we don't know a lot about it, we're just kind of speculating and kind of uh, figuring out what's happening. So if you haven't seen the promo yet, I'm not going to play it over the live stream because, you know, I don't want copyright strike. But uh, <laughs> if you want to watch it, uh, it's in the video. It's linked in the video description so you can click on it and watch it as we talk. But we do have some screen caps. Uh, so the, uh, the first thing I guess we could talk about is one of the shots in the promo is that it looks like... Uh, Kara and Zorel are in the tower so it seems like Zorel is going to meet all of her super friends and uh, get to kn- know this new headquarters that they are hanging out in um, so
0: that's good it looks like maybe there's some balloons back there it looks like it's like a welcome home party maybe so yeah so <laughs> welcome home Kara welcome to earth <laughs> Zorel yeah, so maybe they're having a little little welcome back bash
1: to celebrate their return from the Phantom Zone, even though even though it doesn't feel like they uh, were gone for too long. <laughs> uh, I guess they are celebrating their return. Uh, so the next thing I think we should maybe talk about this is kind of a, a big one for me these next couple of screen caps, and I'm curious what you think about it. So uh, one of the shots is uh, Jason Bear as Zorel in uh, glasses. Uh, so what do you think about Zoro
0: adopting a secret identity of his own? I love it. I love <laughs> it. Uh, she's like, she's like, dad, this is what it's like on earth. You put on these glasses. I know you don't need them. You put them on and then you, we just call you by a different name, and it's fun. It's fun. You're into it, right? It's fun. He's like, it's like, um, it's like when a kid gets into something, and the parent is like really desperately trying to like get there, but doesn't care at all. And that's the impression that's like on his face, where he's like, "All right, I guess I'm your uncle, whatever." Yeah, I'm. I'm not uh,
1: super crazy about this because in in one case, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Why does why does Zor need? uh secret I mean I guess he can't be going around saying hey my name is Zorel so I guess maybe but, he
0: <laughs> but he could just be like my name is Zorel," and they'd be like that's a weird name and he could just be like yeah my parents were like going through a weird phase <laughs> <laughs> also there are aliens everywhere so I guess exactly some, some different sort of
1: alien type names like- wouldn't seem too bad
0: unless you're really like aware that like that's a kryptonian kind of name like you just be like cool nice to meet you zorel why does he yeah. need a secret identity it doesn't make any sense i think car is just like dad it's so fun <laughs> put even on the glasses for fun we know so <laughs> Kara doesn't like it though because she didn't like having to <laughs> lie to people but now I guess that all of her people in her life know about That's it she doesn't really care about it what if what if she was like dad dad watch this and then he puts on his glasses and then, like somebody like from the team walks in and was like oh uh, good day sir I didn't <laughs> see you there and she's like see they can't even tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah so
1: it'll be interesting to see how Kara talks him into this or if it's his it might be his idea. I don't know. Uh, But we do know that Kara, even though this is unusual
0: for her, she's going to take him to work. (laughs) It's take your it's take your dad to work day. Um, He doesn't know anything about Earth, probably still. And so it's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, why would she even ever need to take him to work? I don't know. But I'm loving the color palette of everyone dressed in this mm-hmm. elevator. It's just like some like soft plaids. Everything's like really like calm. <laughs> it's almost a, a lot of earth tones which a lot is of earth tones. Mm-hmm. She's like she's like, I'm back on I'm out of the phantom zone. I'm back on Earth. We're all gonna dress like a garden. Dad, you're the dirt. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I just, I don't know why she takes him to work. Uh,
0: That's very strange to me,
1: but uh, I guess...
0: it's confusing. It's like, what reason would she need to take him to, what if she's like, I just, I want to show you everything about my life. This is my job. And then they walk in and like, nobody recognizes her at all. Cause she's never there. <laughs> <laughs> I promised that I want to pull, sir.
1: <laughs> or maybe the inverse, uh, she gets in there and like, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I would assume that when she gets in there, either people just kind of go back as normal and didn't recognize that she was gone for a long time, <laughs> or uh, or or something like that. I don't know. So that could be really interesting. I don't know. I just think it's kind of strange because she, he he goes to work with her and then automatically like lifts up a, a, a copier. <laughs> I I don't uh, know. Wh- wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't that be the first conversation that you have with your superpowered father? That like, <laughs> hey don't, don't show off your powers.
0: Hey, you're like really strong. Now you're really strong. Now, if you ever get in trouble, just, um, just put your hand on some grass. You're going to be fine. Uh, (laughs) And don't lift anything that looks heavy. Don't lift it. I know it's not heavy to you. I get it. It's crazy. It's fun. Don't do it. Don't lift it. (laughs) You think that that would be pretty early in the conversation before she took him to work. You would think, Um, You would think that would be in the secret identity
1: conversation. (laughs) Like this is why you have the secret identity is so that people don't know you're superpowered.
0: Yeah. Like before she gave him the secret identity, you would think the first part would be like, Hey, you're really strong now. (laughs) Don't pick up any cars or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Nicole
1: asks, uh, what do we think his human name will be if they rename him? I think they
0: called him something. It's the chat seems to think they called him uh, her uncle Archie.
1: I believe that's correct. Hang on a second. Let me confirm. Let's see. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. <laughs> uncle Archie. Yeah. That's what they call him in the, uh, in the promo. So uh, uh,
0: we asked why, why would, would she possibly bring him into the office and um, mind the gap has an answer uh, Zor-el <laughs> needs a place to sleep, and there are desks. At work.
1: <laughs> She's like, like I know this, where the
0: best beds are. This is your new home. <laughs> this is your new home. I know it looks <laughs> tiny under there, but believe me, it's a step up from the Phantom Zone. Am I right? <laughs> uh, let's see.
1: Uh, I'm trying to see what Leslie's question is here. Why do you think the Supergirl writers are rewriting her backstories established in season one through three, and her parents are now alive? Is this good writing? So, I guess this is something to talk about. So, uh, Kara goes to the Phantom Zone. She finds her father, who she thought was dead, and now she's bringing him back to Earth. Do you think that she's <laughs> called Alora somehow? And, like, hey, mom, dad's
0: alive. The thing uh, is, they don't want to come to Earth. I don't get that impression. But, like, <laughs> how ice cold would it be if she did call Allura? And Allura's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's like you know what he, he could come visit me when he when he has time <laughs> you want to take him to work first though like, so oh, oh me oh me up here with with my gazebos and my flowy comfortable pajamas clothes no he doesn't want to come see me I'm just really busy I'm, I'm drying I'm my hair oh so busy D- did I tell you I joined a book club <laughs> <laughs> sorry your father just doesn't like fit into my life anymore <laughs> what if we have to watch her parents like get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) And he get he has to get like a sad dad bachelor band. (laughs) He's like that's really depressing. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is not how I thought it would be out of the Phantom Zone. (laughs) Oh man. He's like on he's like on Tinder now. She has to teach (laughs) him how to date Yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, I guess there's there's something to be said about how the show seems to be maybe going towards having Kara have a happy ending, that her parents are back and alive and in her life. And so there's part of me that, there's all of me that <laughs> thinks that that's sweet, that she would be able to uh, reconcile with her her family and, and have that family dynamic at the end of the show. But there's also, well, there's all of me that, mm-hmm. uh, that, is frustrated that uh, that that's taking away both uh, tragic aspects of her past, and uh, it's it's eliminating part of the the reason that makes her so hopeful is that she can overcome a tragedy. Um, I don't know. I think it I think it will be bad writing if they don't reunite the parents.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's just it's a strange choice to have one parent co- turn out to be alive. I think is like, fun, Is like nice, it's like a twist in the story. And it's kind of hopeful. Both parents seem like, honestly, it seems a little much to me like that. I know she lost her whole world. And now, you know, she's still kind of a fish out of water on earth in some ways. But like, I, I don't know, it just feels like it undoes a lot of her backstory to have not one, but both of her parents turn out to be actually alive.
1: Yeah, and uh Monet 599 says Cara's story of loss seems to be gone now. Yeah, that's that's my negative side of that. I do understand the value of the the happy ending, but uh that's that's a big one for me, is her her story of loss seems to be gone. Um, which made her such a strong character, I thought, uh, especially in season one. Um, so that is uh my issue with that. Uh, one thing that we didn't talk about that I really wanted to talk about in terms of the Zorel going to work. <laughs> um, Mind the Gap, Mind the Gap says, let's remember Kara dressed Monel el just like her cousin and now her uncle. Some people might start wondering about Kara. Um, <laughs> so I don't really care for the fact that she's just doing what she did with Monel in season two. It seems like they're doing... Uh, something that they've done before on the show where they just recycle a storyline and seem to think that we don't pay attention and notice it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a little upsetting to me. Couldn't they have done something else with Zorel? I, w- I would even be okay with them copying a little bit of what Jean did with Marin. Mirren, whatever we landed on is his name, (laughs) you know, where Jean took him around the city and introduced him to drinking coffee and things like that. That's the kind of thing I would want to see. He's never been to Earth before and she's thrust him into having a nine to five job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't seem fair. It's so tough. It's like just just let him enjoy, enjoy his time on Earth, like let him get to know the planet, like let him get to know what what beverage of choice he's really into.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I would really like it if they actually let them bond a little bit. Uh, Having him go to work with Cara and Nia is not necessarily what uh, my preference is, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, So we did get uh, a little of William in this promo. So we do know William is going to be in this episode. He's been in, uh, he's been missing uh, for (laughs) most of the season. Uh, so <laughs> I like guess you, we'll figure out what I like he's, he's going to You caught
0: sight of William, uh, basically just a human-sized blur behind Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, I did not notice him at all when I watched this promo. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing anything or saying anything.
1: He's just there in the background. So I guess that's a step up. Uh for him this season, so maybe we'll we'll get to see what William's been up to and what he's gonna be doing uh hopefully in the second season, just because i I hope things for William because I don't want him to feel wasted, like I mean, if you're gonna have him on the show, at least make him do something <laughs> so uh <laughs> so I hope that for his sake as a character, he gets to do something uh, maybe so we'll William see. becomes
0: like really close friends with Zorel <laughs> just, like, <laughs> takes him around, shows him the ropes, like this is earth. <laughs> I well, is Zorro? Are
1: they gonna pretend like he's a journalist?
0: I don't know. What are they oh, doing hope, with him? I why is, why is he there?
1: <laughs> Maybe he's just Uncle Archie visiting Cara's place of work. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, William may be doing things at Catco. We'll see. He might also just be watching TV in some of these scenes. So we, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never do. Um, and the only other thing I thought we could talk about with this promo uh, was there was a big. Super Friends superhero shot uh, where it looks like Kara's back in the uh, Daft Punk uh, <laughs> kryptonite suit. So we're getting a return of that. I don't know if they're trying to hide Melissa Benoist for some reason or if there's an actual story plot to that, that somebody is bringing kryptonite back into the situation. Uh, I guess the the... Super friends are all gathering to fight some. I am assuming they're having to fight something big, uh, for all of them to get into the action. It looks like Alex is there in Sentinel, uh, superhero mode, and Dreamy, Dreamer, and Brainy, Dreamy, are, <laughs> <laughs> Dreamy, and Brainy, uh, and Brainy and Dreamer are there, and Jean is in action as Martian Manhunter. So they're at some kind of construction. Site, so uh, I assume something will be falling because that usually seems to happen when there's a construction crew and uh, something involved with a the building. There could be some real damage there. So I'm curious as to what is going on there, what they're what they're having to fight because it looks like they're looking up. So either something is flying or they're fighting a big creature. Who <laughs> knows?
0: I'm I'm interested in why she's in the the Daft Punk suit again. I- I would love to know if that's like a behind the scenes thing or if there's like some story Kryptonite is around maybe this is the first time that poor Zorel gets to uh experience Kryptonite. Ooh. That F- could be that could be bad. Uh
1: but yeah, I'm I think I'm with Mark. He he says I'm sure that it's camouflage for Melissa's du- Melissa's double. That's yep. usually why she goes into that suit is because <laughs> Melissa is. is not there for some reason. So that could that maybe the shot. I don't know. Did they shoot a lot of these out of order? I don't know.
0: They might have. Huh. I, I could definitely buy that.
1: Yeah. So Rachel says uh, I pulled up the wrong one. Uh, new Rachel says this might have been filmed before Melissa got back. Woo! What a weird. What a weird shooting schedule. This would yeah. have been. uh So that is strange. But that's probably what happened. Uh, so not a lot that we know about the return of Supergirl in August, but uh, that is a look, a short look <laughs> at the, <laughs> the promo uh, for what we can expect, expect that zor is now acclimating to Earth and that Carr is uh, showing him around cat code. That is <laughs> that is what we know of the show <laughs> so far and when it uh, returns. All right, well, uh, I think we should get to some listener feedback because we have a lot of it. Uh, the first one, uh, first email we have is from Bill who writes, quote, I listened to the whole of the podcast on the episode Fear Not. Am I the only person who noticed Nixley clinging to the outside of Jean's Martian spacecraft, hitching a ride out of the Phantom Zone while giggling hysterically? No one said anything about a major hint about the second two thirds of the season. Um, quote <laughs> And Bill is correct. We did not mention that in our episode on fear not, I guess for, for me in my perspective, I, I thought it was like something we kind of figured was going to happen. And it wasn't really that big of a, of a deal cuz i assumed that nixley was was going to be coming to earth with him somehow. So i didn't see it as like a big shocker, but it is true. That is a plot that a plot point that did happen that she did come to earth. So maybe nixley, maybe nixley is uh to the cause of whatever this is with the super friends and she's uh working some of her magic and causing
0: a little mischief. Ooh, it might be. Um, i'm excited that she's going to be in the presumably the remainder of the season uh, because I think that she was like a fun character. I like when she made that, that villains turn at the end and she was like, <laughs> ha, ha, ha!" maybe I should have killed him. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see her choose some more scenery. I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. It, it would be, uh, I wish if this, if, if I was
1: a writer, I would probably uh, try to, parallel or contrast, Zorel coming to Earth and Nixley coming to Earth. What were their different uh, experiences when they came to this planet? Because I don't know if Nixley's ever been to Earth. so that would be kind of interesting to see both of their fish out of water situations. but that's just how I would write it if uh, if that was me, uh, Julia says, uh, Nixley has some next level grip strength. That's true. She really, she, <laughs> she, she held on to that holding ship. on. <laughs> <laughs> so she is uh, really
0: earning her trip to earth because she, she uh, held on to that ship. She sure did. Um, okay. So we have an email from Mary who writes, Supergirl's latest episodes have got me feeling down on the series as a whole. But instead of feeling bummed, I'm inventing new National City restaurant names. So, here's what I've got so far. One, Astro Donuts. Two, The Drunken Alien. <laughs> Three, Yumplings. <laughs> <laughs> I like Yumplings. Four, pizza- Pizzeria 51. <laughs> is that a play on Area 51? I do think, think so, yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, the five is going to be tough for me to say. Czar. Yeah, Zarnian. Zarnian? The yeah. Zarnian Grill, and six, and of course, we can't forget Ramakhan's Winery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you could come up with a restaurant in National City, what would you name it? Would you or Kara visit it? Oh, that's
1: such a hard question. This is a
0: good question. What would we name our restaurant? Well,
1: I guess I, I guess we have to start about what kind of restaurant is it? That's true. Oh, that's a good question. Is it like is it like a fast food place or like a like a classy
0: Italian restaurant? <laughs> is it fast casual? Is it upscale <laughs> dining? I've been watching a lot of Top Chef and I feel like I'm ready for this. This is my rush. Res- <laughs> this is our restaurant wars, okay? Let's come up with a concept. Let's come up with a name. What's the menu? Tom Colicchio is disappointed in us now. <laughs> we're packing our knives and we're going.
1: <laughs> if if you have any ideas ideas in the chat let us know we're thinking restaurant names in national city uh so if you have uh could could we could maybe we've talked about how brian and brian the alien is probably an entrepreneur i feel somewhere like in national city so, so sh- should he be creating a, a restaurant in national city uh <laughs> i don't know what that would be called but oh that's a good what we're, we're maybe gonna have to to think on this one a little bit. Uh Andy says uh Alien Dive Hut, Alien Drive uh Dive Way, Burger Alien Dive, Domino's Alien Dive. So a lot of
0: alien dives, really. You could just, you know, play play on that. Uh I like mine the gaps uh suggestion, which is just Brian's. And I feel like Brian's is like the bar from cheers. It's like where everybody knows your name. <laughs> but like you go into Brian's and then you're like Where's my wallet? Because <laughs> Brian definitely took it. Uh, Donna says the Kryptonian Cafe, hmm. which would give Zorl some place to work. So that's Do- a that's a bonus.
1: Do we think that's uh, got like Superman dec- decorations everywhere? Superman, Supergirl
0: paraphernalia. I think so. I think it does. I like Paula's suggestion. Under the rubble. This is where an ex-DEO employee opens a restaurant. Oh, maybe, I like maybe that. Maybe some of like the decor is just rubble from the DEO. <laughs> <laughs> just using that real life life experience to connect with people. I, I like that. We oh, uh, got a bunch of them. Pop- popcorn's got a good one. Brainiac Five Foot Sub. <laughs> so that's the that's the sub at their sort of their sort of subway. Their sort of subway, yeah. if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh oh my uh another good one in here linda the hard rock ramacan cafe uh
1: yeah i could see ramacan uh getting in on that franchise business i
0: i definitely could he's got a franchise definitely he's maybe
1: maybe he started by uh selling his wine to hard rock cafe and then they were like (laughs) you can just rename it
0: (laughs) mark Mark's that my favorite one. The fondue of solitude. <laughs> that is perfect. It's just a fondue restaurant, but like <laughs> it's, it looks like the fortress and, and then it's you're really cold and you're eating hot fondue. I love it. It's, I would it's go like in those, like ice bars, but then you're like, you're cold, but here, some warm cheese. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Kara would definitely
1: go into that one. That would be right up her alley. I think um. so. Let's see. We've got on um, the gaps. Uh, Aunt Alex's pancakes. So maybe Alex uh, decides to open up something a breakfast place. Oh man, we got a we got a bunch of them. Uh, Monet five nine nine says Brown Water Shop uh, for for <laughs> Marin or Marin. Maybe maybe Jean opens up a, a a coffee house in honor of his father in memory of his father. I think that could work. That's a good
0: one. Oh, J- Julia uh, has expanded on the fondue of solitude and said there's only one table for one person at fondue of solitude. You come in. You come in. There's just, You can't even bring another person with you. You have to eat your fondue all alone and the fondue of solitude.
1: On theme. I like I it. I love it. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of good options happening here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to read that one?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Not sure's suggestion is the William Cafe. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Uh, yeah, so there's, so there's a bunch of them. So many good ones. So many good ones. I feel like Lena would open like a fine dining, a sta- like oh. a Michelin star establishment. Oh, yes. And uh, But like you would go in, you'd be all dressed up, you'd go in, all the waiters are in sweatpants for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> They're like all in track suits. You're like, you're really, cat. I thought this was a fine dining restaurant. Why is everybody so casual here? And Lena's like, gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, so those are some great uh, National City restaurant names. I I think that uh we've just we've uh, established a, a a big restaurant uh <laughs> business in National City. There's a whole there's a whole slew of them. So they they probably eat pretty well there in National City. <laughs> so
0: good who do we think stuff. Of the of the Supergirl cast, who do we think, not the actual actors, like the the characters. Who do we think is the best cook? because hmm. i don't think it's car because i don't think, think it's, think it's I, also not alex i don't think it's definitely not alex i don't think alex is ever in contention on this one did lena cook with james i think she, i think she did but i don't know if that was all james doing i feel like cooking. lena's always had personal uh, chefs oh, that's,
1: that's probably true. cooking
0: for her she's probably like how do you make the tea the water i know the water heats but how
1: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> um hmm. well brainy seems like he would be
1: very like by the book with recipes and he would probably be able to follow the instructions pretty I feel well like
0: Brainy would be like an excellent baker because yes. it's all about like precise measurements yeah brainy would be like would really dominate on like the great british baking show <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i think jean probably has perfected some cooking over 300 something years
0: I agree. I think it's probably, it's probably John. I think he's probably like, he's
1: got the most he can, practice.
0: He can probably whip up like a, he's whipping up on like a nice meal from a gone when she like comes yeah. home. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably either John or Brainy. That's, that's uh, my thought. Let's see.
1: Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what the people in the chat are saying. Yeah. So Laura said, uh, James was cooking, but Lena was good at baking because baking is actually chemistry. That's a ah. good point. Solid point. All right. So what is our next email? I think that's me. Uh, Daryl wrote in to clarify that he, quote, wasn't talking about the retractable roof, but the tower as a whole, unquote, in his previous email about the episode, Fear Not, when he said, quote, we got our first exterior shot of John's new office. And let me say they need to be glad they made it a real tower because all that space made no sense, unquote. So (laughs) thank you, Daryl, for uh, clarifying your point so that we can correct
0: the record. Uh, Allison wrote in to say, I was listening to your podcast on Fear Not. And that made me think, what if Lena's mother is actually the Kelpie end? In fact, the woman behind Leviathan, Mm. the ability to control water, kind of like Ramakan's Earth Power. In a previous episode, Lena said that her mother just went into the water and never came back. Now, she said that she sees the Kelpie in her nightmares. That could explain why Lena is so confused about her mother's death and why she never understood what happened that day. That would also explain the medallion story and why Lena's mother told her about it. That could uh, that could have been a way for her mother to make Lena part of Leviathan and a way to give her powers. If not, how on earth did she know about Akrata's story and symbol?
1: So what do we think about that? Do we think that mm. maybe Lena's
0: mother could be the Kelpie? Uh, I like this theory. I like it because it gives me like <laughs> it gives me like Avatar, the last airbender vibes. That there's like <laughs> there's like an earth one and there's like a water one. <laughs> um so yeah i i listen i don't think that they're gonna go anywhere with the kelpie thing honestly <laughs> uh honestly but i love it <laughs> i mean a
1: good show probably would develop that uh, like they would tease that very specific thing for lena to be something a little bigger mm-hmm. but i don't i don't uh I don't. Uh, I don't have faith. I guess this is the nice way to put it <laughs> uh, that it will become something more. But they did at the very end of season five with Leviathan. They did have those other Leviathan people with Ramakan, and I thought they were other like Airbender type people. But they never really expanded on that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like a like a whole Earth, Wind, and uh, I guess Water in this case scenario. Yeah. But like I, yeah, I would. It would kind of tie in leviathan uh but not in a way where i had to think about it again really it would just solve that and then and then we could get uh we could get some uh, crazy luther shenanigans and there would be some you know some reason for the kelpie thing so that would be cool don't know that it's likely
1: well it's just it's just one of those things where if it, the, the kelpie thing was very specific <laughs> you know very like, specific you could have had that her fear vision be anything and the fact that it was the Kelpie, it, it seems like that should be something more. It does seem that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Brian sent us an email writing, quote, I'm hoping that in the final episodes leading up to the series finale, the writers go a little crazy and take some risks such as, and here are some Brian's uh, Brian's suggestions. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Lena's love of horses prompts her to borrow some Martian transmogrification technology and use it on William to transform him into Comet the Super Horse. But the transformation <laughs> only happens when he sees a comet on TV. That, that would be a big risk, but I think that
0: could maybe work as Martian technology. I think so too. I, I like that we get the comet in there, Sees a comet and he's like, horse time. I, I, <laughs> anything that gets uh, something from the Supergirl comics, actually from the, her comics, not just like the comics, I would love. Yeah, because I think we've talked about it, it could be possible if he, if they used magic.
1: But I, I don't think we've ever speculated they could use Martian technology to do that. And it makes sense. I mean, he can shapeshift into anything. So <laughs> that would make sense if Martian technology did it. Uh, so this is another one of the points. McCod Brooks comes back for an episode, teams up with his sister Kelly, steals the Legion cruiser, and they fight crime in space while calling themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yes to that. Yes to that. I like it. I like it. What a good pun. I like that. I would be into that as well. Um, uh, that would be really fun to see James and Kelly as both Guardians. I mean, you'd, you'd want to introduce Kelly's Guardian first and foremost, but
0: then you could maybe have a an Olsen sibling Guardian team-up. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, then it could be a Guardian convention. And then maybe <laughs> they go out, maybe they recruit some people. Maybe those people are the newsboy and newsgal Legion. Maybe they're just a, a group of ragtag
1: what if if jimmy (laughs) comes back
0: what what if jimmy comes back like that they're they're fighting some battle they're about to lose kelly is in her guardian outfit and she's like oh like oh no help and all of a sudden out of nowhere comes a a news a rolled up newspaper whipped (laughs) out and like (laughs) jimmy comes up on a bike on a bike of course (laughs) like with a bell of course because it's got a little bell and he rings it and he's like the newsboy legion is here and like all the like the newsboys he's come just up on of him, nowhere. and they're all like slapping the, the <laughs> newspapers into their open palms like mess with this this is this is gold I don't know and why anybody their, tag line, wanna... their tagline could be read all about it but it's like <laughs> in a, like, a menacing way <laughs> read all about this
1: (laughs) yes oh man read all about
0: this is their tagline (laughs) that would be
1: so good uh all right (laughs) it really does uh brian also suggests uh that brainiac 5 hooks up with hope the ai Mm, and they have a baby, which they name Computo, who is an irrational fear of triplets. Uh, so this is this is a real deep dive into Legion of Superheroes uh, myth- mythology in this comment, because Computo from DC Comics was a mechanical assistant created by Brainy, who became homicidal and attempted an uprising of mas- machines. Uh, and the, tri- the triplets, I assume, is a reference to a triplicate uh, girl who at some point, I think, becomes uh duo girl something like that i think one of the what happened to her third (laughs) one of the one of the three i think gets killed so
0: uh
1: so that is a very sad but (laughs) but uh it it does seem very sad But I could see uh, Computo being the uh, being the child of Brainiac five and hope the AI with the uh, homicidal tendencies. I could see that. (laughs) I could see that really uh, coming to fruition. I think that's a good idea. Uh, uh, Another point suggest or suggestion is Lex Luthor is revealed not to have survived crisis and was just a hologram created by Captain Luthor from the Superman and Lois TV show as a way to distract Supergirl. While he takes out Superman, Mm. Uh, that that really would be a twist that he's uh, not really alive and just a hologram. I don't know how they could make that work, but uh, (laughs) that would be a real (laughs) twist. But uh, that would be some real technology that they. But I mean, I guess they could.
0: I mean, they have used the holograms on the show. They so, have. It would that, connect it. It the the problem with this theory is that it it would connect it too much to Superman and Lois TV show. And they don't they don't want that. On they don't the, want uh, that. The they, don't, they, they, they don't verse. They don't have. want a, They don't want us riff raff in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, there are some uh, new developments with Captain Luther on Superman and Lois. I haven't watched it this week, but I did get spoiled uh, via Twitter. So thanks a lot, Twitter, for spoiling a big plot point. But you know what? That's on me for looking at Twitter after the episode uh, aired. So. I fully uh, take that responsibility. And the last of Brian's uh, suggestions is that Otis and Mink's Jaspitalik are revealed to be the same person. Now, that would Ooh, be a twist.
0: twist. If he,
1: if he was messing with Lex Luthor and just
0: pretending to be a real dumb-dumb. I like that one a lot. <laughs> There's some good pitches in here. There are some good pitches. Yeah, I think those could work. Uh, so Jen wrote in to say, hey, Supergirl Radio, my name is Jen, and I recently discovered your awesome podcast. It's crazy to me that people are like discovering this podcast. like <laughs> this, this long Thanks, Jen. This is awesome. So uh, Jen says, I wanted to share a theory I found on TikTok. What? I'm, uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm not on TikTok. So I didn't realize that there was like a Supergirl contingent on tiktok and this is kind of blowing my mind a little bit i thought it was just like, <laughs> pasta recipes should, and should, we answers? Answers? should we start a supergirl radio tiktok i don't know I'm... i mean we probably should but i think we both might be too old to have to learn tiktok <laughs> i don't i think that's i think that's elder cruelty to both of us <laughs> um so uh i found the theory i found on tiktok posted by user um at katie underscore mcquotes the theory is that nixley is lena's mom because she got to the phantom zone through the shadow lake and lena's mom drowned i mean nixley does have bangs like katie McGraw's wig (laughs) So uh, we do have this linked in the uh,
1: video uh, video description for this uh, this episode for this live stream. If you want to go take a look at that TikTok, I don't know if I can pull it up here. Let me see. Uh, I'm not gonna try it. So if you wanna if you can, if you wanna check it out, why didn't that pull up? Let me let me try it one more time. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's why we can't, uh, we can't deal with this TikTok technology. We don't have the ability. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to play the audio because, um, that might be copyrighted, but you might be able to see it here. Uh, but it's basically just a sort of a music video kind of showing the, uh, the, I the the idea of Nixley and the the Kelpie and all of that so if you want to go check that out feel free to do so and I feel like I need to uh, cut back to Morgan's uh, springs. <laughs> <laughs> What? We need to, Why? We need to get some. speaker
0: has decided it's it's also time for him. It's time for his <laughs> theories about Supergirl. He says I want to. I have theories about who Lena's mom could be. No one wants to listen to my theories. He said, no one wants to watch my TikToks, right, Beaker? <gasps> the lab cats should definitely be on TikTok. Do you want to be on
1: TikTok, Beaker? <laughs> you're young.
0: You're young enough to know how it works. <laughs> he's he's already got a flair for the camera. I think she he did. definitely does as he <laughs> knocks my laptop <laughs> decides to climb over top of oh god <laughs> beaker now beaker, that's the that's the ring light beaker don't rub yourself against the ring light <laughs> please um so what do we think
1: about that about maybe nixley being lena's mother do you do you think that theory
0: has any uh weight to it i so i think it's interesting i don't know that her mother is anything but drown um i think that like it's kind of wishful thinking that we want the mom thing to happen because it would be like fun and and over the top and soapy i i don't know that they're going there but nixley would be a fun uh a fun twist but then also that means that lena is half like fifth fifth dimensional dimensional imp. imp. Which could be really insane. Uh, and I, I like the possibilities that that g- could open up. But I don't feel like we have enough time to, like, fully explore them. <laughs> like, just just give me one scene with her snapping and she discovers yes! she has magical
1: abilities. That's
0: that's really all
1: you need, I guess. But uh, then that, that could be something. If Lena, it turns out to be half of a fifth dimensional imp. Uh but yeah so I don't know. I mean there are lots of theories but it seems like a lot of people do want Lena's mother to be revealed to be alive. I think that is a thread that could be pulled if they want to do that in the storytelling. Yeah. So we shall see if they do that. Um and I did want to mention uh because some people in the chat were uh telling me what I had forgotten so mind the gap mind the gap. And uh new Rachel uh said duo damsel is ah. who triplicate girl becomes when she loses one of her triplets.
0: She becomes <laughs> oh. she
1: becomes duo damsel. It's very it's really sad. sad. <laughs> very sad. So uh yeah, so the Legion of Superheroes, good stuff. All right. Well, we went through a lot of news, a lot of feedback, uh, a lot of things going on, even though the show is not coming back until, <laughs> until <laughs> August so uh, so we had some things that we needed to catch up on and uh, make sure that everybody knew about and uh, so I think that's going to wrap it up for our discussion but uh, let's get to some plugs if you would like to contact Supergirl Radio you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com you can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com if you'd like to leave us a voicemail you can call us at 678-718-7252 you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram all at Supergirl Radio you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and wired. DC TV podcast also has a T public store. So if you are in need of new DC TV related t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, onesies, mugs, notebooks, pillows or stickers, go to supergirlradio.com and click on the T public store link at the top of the page. Supergirl Radio is part of the DC TV podcast network. So if you also like The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, and the upcoming Green Lantern, Justice League Dark, and Strange Adventure Shows, and DCTV After Dark. You can subscribe to the DCTV Podcasts mega feed on Apple Podcasts, follow at DCTV Podcasts on Twitter, and like TV podcasts on Facebook, or else, this has been a message from Hope, inhabiting the Flash Vessel, also known as New Rachel. It's like Hope Hope the AI never left us. She's so, she's I know. She's, us.
0: she's in our hearts. She's, <laughs> she remains in our hearts. Uh, and since we had feedback about National City restaurant names, we have a National City Big Belly Burger design in the DC TV uh, podcast Public store. Yeah. So if you are interested in checking out our store, there should
1: be a link in the video description of the live stream and in the show notes of the audio podcast version of this episode of Supergirl Radio. So definitely check it out. We got some, cool stuff in the Tea public store and uh, we occasionally will have sales. So definitely keep your eye on that and keep your eye out on the social media uh, platforms. We'll try to let everybody know, when we have sales and we would like to thank our legion of super sponsors for supporting the supergirl radio patreon so let me get those names up for us so that would be michael sam and marie grout yvonne quinn jessica nicola leslie abby ermgard miriam sheree donna nicole lizeth deb susan eh naomi and the Brewster. So thank you all for supporting the Supergirl radio. And if you would like to support Supergirl radio as well, we have four different uh, monthly membership levels and you can uh, become one of our uh, Patreon patrons by going to patreon.com/supergirlradio, and that definitely helps us out. And we give you some cool, like extra exclusive content. Uh, so you get your your free normal uh, kind of you know regular Supergirl Radio content that you're used to. But then, if you're a Patreon supporter, you also got you get some cool extra stuff like uh, oh, Morgan, yes. <laughs> like Morgan introducing me to. Girls5eva, which I laughed and laughed and laughed about. And I highly recommend it. To- <laughs> it's a great show. It's a great show. A- Peacock, check it out. It is a great show. I've never laughed so hard <laughs> of, of watching someone try to, to, to walk in heels. Uh, I really felt that in my bones. Uh, but it's such a such a good show. So if you like to laugh and you haven't uh, seen something uh, new in a while, definitely check out girls 5 Eva. Uh, because it's a,
0: uh, it's a, it's already a classic in my opinion. Uh, and as a reminder, we're still running our Flat Supergirl photography contest. So to enter, you need to download uh, and print the Flat Supergirl image, which you can find in the video description of this live stream, in the show notes of the audio podcast, or at the right hand side of SupergirlRadio.com. Then you cut out Flat Supergirl, you attach her with tape or glue to um, a popsicle stick, a pen or a pencil. And then you just take a creative picture with Flat Supergirl. It can be a selfie, but it doesn't have to be a selfie. She could be doing whatever. It's up to her. <laughs> Ask her, Flat Supergirl, what do you want to do today? And then listen as she tells you. Uh, um, post the picture as many as you like. She could go anywhere that you want, uh, and she can take a bunch of pictures. You're not the boss of her. Uh, but post, <laughs> post those to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and tag at Supergirl Radio and use the hashtag Supergirl Adventure. Yes.
1: (laughs) We've been getting some submissions. Uh, One of them is uh, from Uh M underscore Grout. So, uh, Supergirl made a pit stop in Jean's hometown. So uh, this is a uh, very fun. So thank you for sending that in. So if you, if, if you all uh, do take a picture with your flat Supergirl, make sure to tag us in it and use the hashtag Supergirl adventures so that we can see it and share it. So that's awesome. She's, she's traveling around. She's doing some fun things. She's going to, uh, football games and going out to eat and uh, traveling the country. So she, she, Flat Super Girl, is doing a lot of fun things. So thank you all for sharing those. Well, uh, you can find me on the Instagram if you want to follow me there at the Derby Kid. That's where I am. I share the occasional picture or video about Canada geese, who I love. Uh, they're bossy and terrifying, but I have uh, <laughs> something in my heart for them. The goslings have been out and about recently, and they are so cute.
0: They're so cute.
1: So cute. So occasionally I'll show, uh, share a little video of some goslings. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash prod. I finally came to a realization about how I can do uh, my last video to my Batman v Superman series. Uh, so I'm going to be working on something with that. I'm basically, I think going to read through the Rotten Tomatoes uh, top critics uh, reviews of Batman V Superman. We're just going to have like a, I don't know what we're going to call it, like a story time with Rebecca. I don't know. I'm just going to read the reviews and we're going to talk about them. So so (laughs) if that seems like something that you're going to be interested in, uh, definitely subscribe to my channel and uh, be expecting that coming soon uh, because that this was a hard, a hard one for me. I wanted to do a lot of research on art criticism and things like that, but I also just didn't want to be mean. I was trying to <laughs> figure out a way to to not bash other people's opinions while also thinking, hey, these reviews are really lazy and stupid. So I was trying to find a better way you're to like, approach it.
0: I respect you, but you're wrong.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, I don't want to be mean, but also I don't agree with anything any of you people said. Uh, so I think I've found a good way in. Like I'm going to respect that you wrote, you wrote a review. You wanted people to read it. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to sit through and we're going to read it verbatim. And uh, we're really going to, you know, get into it that way so i think that's my way into it so uh feel free to subscribe if you are into that kind of thing
0: um and you can find me on twitter and instagram i'm at mojo tastic uh, you can also find me as a host on dctv ether dark um where we, I believe, uh, will be recording this weekend. No, exciting, uh, a brand new episode. It's exciting because we do it so infrequently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any guarantees, but it seems like it's happening. Uh, so that's the, honestly the best way to know when a new DC TV After Dark episode is going to be dropping is to subscribe because we don't know either. So no. we don't we don't believe. Even like linear timelines or like <laughs> schedules or like any of that stuff. Uh, that's for other podcasts or, you know, organized podcasts. Um, I'm also a co-host on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast, a slightly more organized podcast than the one I just <laughs> talked about. Uh, and uh, Legends is back. And so we are podcasting about the show. Um, And so that's fun. So if you are jumping into legends and you're like, I want a podcast about that try ours. If you were like, I've never watched Legends of Tomorrow, guess what? You can hey, just listen, listen to the podcast. <laughs> I I know from personal experience you don't have to watch the show. You can just listen, listen to the podcast. It's all right, folks. Just listen to the podcast. You don't need to watch
1: that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily a fan of the show. I'm a fan of the people who do
0: the podcast. Okay. So. Exactly. So exactly. That's how that works. We have something for everyone. <laughs> so <laughs> we go on enough t- tangents that you might not actually have to watch the show
1: <laughs> to understand on the podcast. So is Legends of Tomorrow, is it going straight through or, or do they have a break?
0: So we have a break this week um, for the holiday. And then it seems like it's going to continue. I don't know if it's going to break or not. Uh, it's it's The schedule this year is mysterious and unknowable.
1: <laughs> well that sounds about right uh, with the CW and their scheduling for uh the this this current timeline of events uh and uh I guess ju- we should probably just plug some things we have coming up so the hiatus is gonna be going for a while and uh, super radio is uh pretty busy so <laughs> if you want to hang out with us during the hiatus we'll still be doing episodes and when August comes around we're gonna have to have a conversation conversation about that cuz i think august is going to be busy for morgan so a little bit i may i may be calling on some uh either some patreon supporters or some other listeners to come in and uh Maybe maybe do some episodes with me. Maybe we'll have another game night or something. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll talk about that when the time comes. But in the meantime, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the DC TV podcast YouTube channel because we got some more live streams coming, and you are definitely not going uh, want you're not. Mm, you're not going <laughs> to want to miss those live streams because those are going to be great. We have a lot of plans. We have a lot of dreams and goals. Uh, so definitely stay. And
0: maybe tuned. some interviews with maybe some people.
1: Maybe some people that you might have questions for. Um, that you might have uh, seen in a thing, Maybe 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 in some actually kind of recent episodes maybe. Uh, so you you, <laughs> may, you may be into that i mean we've got some cool stuff we're gonna uh we're gonna be talking about uh supergirl collectibles in one episode so if you've got some cool supergirl stuff that you have at your house that you want to share uh that you really uh, enjoy please tweet us or uh you know tag us in an instagram photo so that we can see it so if you have anything that Um, You want to share and have us talk about and analyze and, and look at, uh, feel free to share any of your cool Supergirl stuff that you have at home. Uh, We're also going to be talking about uh, Supergirl woman of tomorrow, the new comic book series that is coming up with uh, the writer, Tom King. So we're going to ask him all the questions about Supergirl and his take on her. And uh, we've got some interviews uh, with uh, maybe Claude Knowlton and Isabella Vitovich and, um, uh, maybe also another part of the Danvers sisters. Uh, so <laughs> Ooh. so I, I guess it makes sense uh, if you, if you start with young Cara, you maybe have to have a, a young Alex in there too. Uh, so uh, we are going to be doing some interviews and we'll see how far that goes. So, <laughs> so stay tuned <laughs> with us and, uh, and come with your questions if you have questions for sure and ask them as well. All right, I think that is going to do it for this episode of a Supergirl Radio. But I am, but until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson, and I'm still Morgan Lennon. And we really hope that this is the final episode, or the final no, not the final episode. I screwed that up. <laughs> we hope this is the final hiatus of Supergirl. I think the CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl
0: Radio is going live every night of the week. How do <laughs> you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. <laughs> I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena <laughs> Luther, boardroom or ballroom. <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat.